Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret, and welcome to my show, Journey into an Unknown World. Perhaps you've been following the show for a while and you've realized that I do approach many different topics. And of course, I'm always trying to find that little twist, that something that is different, so that I can help you to have a change in the way you see yourself and your point of view on life. Well, today I'd like to talk about talent, the X Factor. Yes, I'm sure you've been watching TV and seeing all these amazingly talented people coming on to the show, singing their heart out, going through all sorts of trauma in the hope that they will win five million dollars. Well, would you like five million dollars? And if you had it, what would you do with it? Well, of course, that's the pie in the sky. So let's come back to Earth. Let's talk about talent. What does talent mean to you? I know when I was a little girl, my family all encouraged me to do as many different things as I could. So my mother made sure I had dancing classes and singing classes and my school made me do all sorts of artwork and music and so on. So yes, I had a very good education and I also had lots of support to help me learn those things. But there was something going on inside me. I was looking around, looking at all the other people who were doing stuff that I was doing and I was thinking to myself, well, you know, my mom, my teachers, everyone's saying, hey, you've done a good job. But when I look at what I've done and I see what other people have done, I suddenly realize, hey, you know, my artwork didn't look so good as my friends. Or, you know, my music playing sounded like out of focus in terms of rhythm and beat while everyone else was playing exactly right. So I told myself, you're not very talented. So how about you? When you were young, did you look around you and tell yourself that there's a whole lot of people out there who are much better than you? And so if that's the case, why bother? Because ultimately, you might never achieve anything and go through a lot of pain and suffering trying to do it, only to find yourself put down, told you're not very good. Now in England, the way of the time was to tell you all the things you did wrong first and then afterwards throw in a compliment right at the end about something you did do. So of course by the time I'd heard all those negative reproaches in different ways about what I was doing, I didn't even hear the compliments. I was too sad. Sometimes I was even crying. So how about you? Do people around you put you down? Do they tell you you're not good enough? Or is it you that put yourself down? Or are you telling yourself you're not good enough? Of course, what we're looking at here is your level of confidence. Confidence is not something that we haven't got. It's actually something we're born with. If you think about those first months when you sit up, you're not thinking about whether you're sitting up in the right position for the right reasons at the right time. You just 
find this little bit of you inside that just says, go on, have a try, sit up. And of course, once you've done that, you start laughing and giggling because you've done well. And then the next thing you know, you're trying to walk. And again, nobody's telling you how to walk. You just try it and you find you can do it. Well, talents come out the same way. All you have to do is try. And of course, as you're trying, you're supposed to be right in the moment, right there having fun, discovering what you can do. And of course, if you didn't know that anyone else could do whatever your talent is, you wouldn't even be looking across at your friends trying to compare, or you wouldn't be telling yourself, hey, what I see out there is nothing like the things that I've done. You would just be in your own little world, doing your own little thing. One of the things that I've been able to do over the years is to coach people who are in show business. And you'd be amazed how many famous people actually come to me and say, I have no confidence. I act out my part in the movie or on stage and I do whatever I have to do and everyone says, hooray, you're fantastic. But underneath, I'm quaking in my shoes. I feel that I'll never give that ace performance. So I strive and drive even harder in myself to hone my skills. I want your advice. I want to be told what I should improve on, what part of me needs to be expanded upon. And do you know what I tell them? Nothing. Because the bottom line is, all you need is passion. Passion is a desire to want to do something. Without passion, we wouldn't even get up out of our chair. You know, you even have to have a passion to go and get that bowl of ice cream because you love it. So don't tell yourself anymore that you haven't got any confidence. Try. You know, the trouble with each of us trying to tell ourselves what we should and shouldn't do is that often our perspective on what we're doing is off. We, we can't see ourselves, you know, we can't look at ourselves the way everyone else does. All we can do is look in the mirror. And so a lot of times we say to ourselves, mm -mm, I don't like what I see in that mirror and I don't like what I hear. I don't like the sound of my voice or I don't like the way I move my body. I'm too fat, I'm too thin. And before we know where we are, we've told ourselves that we haven't got a chance. So when it comes down to expressing our talent, no one is going to listen. And of course, at that point, we feel grossly misunderstood. We are in fact caught in the rejection syndrome. Now, you might be interested to know that I wrote a book called The Rejection Syndrome, which is available on Amazon.com, and it is an e-book as well. So you, if you like a hard copy, you can get one, or you can download it. And in there, you'll see that I tell stories about people who have tried to do things and have lost themselves in their emotional fear created by their own mind. So I'm going to bring it back to you now and I'm going to say, are you rejecting your talent? 
When you were a little child, did you love drawing? Playing out your fantasies as you draw? Or were you singing along with your favourite music and then decided that maybe your sibling or someone you knew sung better than you did? Whatever your talents were, they were there when you were a child. Whatever your love and passion for doing at that age was there. Somewhere between then and now, you squashed it. No, no one else squashed it. If that's the word, squashed it. <laughs> we can say anything we want to say. We can say the wrong words and it doesn't matter because we can laugh and we can have fun with ourselves when we make mistakes. Well, it should be the same with our artwork, our music, or even stage work. Whatever it is you're doing, it's okay to laugh and to realize that by making a little mistake, you're actually setting yourself up to improve the next time. So, coming back to your five-year-old self, think a minute. What were your talents? What were they? Take a deep breath and say to yourself out loud right now, I can do those things again. I can go into my heart and bring out in my mind all sorts of ideas about the things I love to do. And then all I have to do is focus on trying. Now, I don't like the word trying. I don't know if you like it. Um, actually, to me, trying says hard work. So I don't really like to use that word, but there aren't many other words we can use. So let's say have a go. Have a go at trying something you like to do. Here is that word again. Um, it's difficult for me to find another word because I was taught that word all the time. And I haven't found a word to replace it this simple. But you might have one. In fact, that would be a good starting point for you to think about an alternative word. Even look it up in the dictionary because I'm too lazy to do that right now. You know, our innate talents are in the arts. We all can love music of some sort. We can all enjoy paintings of different kinds. We can all sit down and enjoy a movie or a TV episode of some kind. We all have ideas about things that we like. It's time now to take those things that you like and bring them out in yourself. So even if it means sitting down and doodling at a piano with no idea what the white and black notes are, it's a start. In fact, many of the children born today don't need classes because this innate ability comes out in them. They just can do it. So, so can you. Maybe you would like to go to a theatre or join a group where you can find support in learning together, where you can exchange your talents and skills and understand that you're all in the same boat together. And it's not about whether you compete, but rather about how you share your talents. Now, a lot of people say to me, but I'm not skilled. Well, what does that word mean exactly? To me, skilled means I've practiced a lot. So if you have a talent, for example, singing, 
Okay, you need to practice. You need to sing those scales. You need to learn a tune and another tune and so on till you feel comfortable with singing. And then, once you've got used to that, you need to learn to go inward within yourself to be at peace with yourself while you're doing it. When I'm in Japan, I have a lot of people come to see me. And it is tradition over there that the children should follow the parents in their career. Here's a little example. I had a young lady who'd been trained to be a pianist. She was very good at that. In fact, she was so good, she performed in concerts. But she came to me because she was in misery. She didn't want to play music as a profession. Her parents, by the way, were in an orchestra playing a violin and some wind instruments. She wanted, coming back to her, she wanted to be an artist. She wanted to paint. And all her life, every time she produced something, she would be told, but your music is better. Now the point of this story is to say that some of us have several talents. And sometimes one might seem to be more dominant than the other. But ultimately, it is the heart that decides for you. And in order to get in touch with your heart, you need to be able to trust yourself. Now, a lot of people have been saying to me lately that they can't get in touch with this deeper part of themselves. They can't heal themselves they feel like they're isolated from the oneness. So what I actually did was make two meditational hypnosis that are free to download from my webpage, which I'd like you to write down now. It's www.drmargaret rvc.com It's easy to remember. www.margaretrvc.com which is my name of course. Now if you go there you can download these two meditations and you can do them as often as you want to and they will help you to gain more confidence and to believe in your talents and skills and to trust yourself that whatever you do in this life, you can be successful at it. Which brings me to the next subject about talents, your levels of success. Now, some people like to be highly noticed. To them, success means that they receive an oration of support. Now, whether it's a clap, you know, uh, cheers, or even jeers in some case, it's attention. And getting attention for whatever they're doing is enjoyable for them, even if it makes them cry in delight. But for others, using their talent quietly is enjoyable too. You know, a lot of people say to me, well, I'm quite happy just poodling around in my backyard fiddling with my flowers, painting what I see, or creating some kind of story that I'll never publish. 
What we need to realize is that no matter how many skills and talents we've honed in different ways, we must know that the first person we want to entertain and please is ourselves. I know that it's a psychological challenge to switch off that mind. That in itself is hard. Find yourself taking deep breaths and getting into the moment so that you can be as creative as you want to and let all those talents pour out of you without any thought of success. People have said to me, how did you write so many books? Especially since your English teachers told you you'd never write anything, that you weren't good enough when you were a kid. And I say, I simply close my eyes, take a deep breath, sit down and allow myself to become one with my spirit guides and off we go. And I'll write and write until I nearly drop. And then suddenly it's done. And I don't need to worry about it. Editing comes later. And of course when I do that, maybe I'll add something. But whatever I do, it's always spontaneous. And that is the most important thing, to be spontaneous, to be in the moment when you're expressing yourself. I once had a singer who came to see me and she said that she had made lots of records and nobody was buying them. And I said to her, why do you think that is? And she said, well, I haven't got anyone marketing them, so nobody knows about it. And I said to her, well, did you present yourself anywhere in public when you made that? And she said, well, no, I'm too scared. I said to her, well, if you're scared, why did you make the records as they were in those days? And she said, well, I wanted people to hear me. Can you see what a loop she was in? She wanted the accolade, she wanted the support, and yet she wasn't willing to put the effort in to getting out there to promote what she'd done. You know, we can all be armchair critics, and we can all say we want something better in our lives, but we must be prepared to use whatever talents and skills we have to get out there. Now, you might be saying, I don't really have a talent in the arts. I'm more literal. I like my computer. Or I'm more technical. You know, I like repairing cars. Well, believe it or not, that is a talent. And it's a very important talent. Because without you, what would we all do? We'd no one to fix our computers, fix our cars, and many other things we would all be lost. So any kind of thing that you've trained for is actually a talent. And the more you've practiced that talent, the more skillful you've become. And so you can begin to understand that what we're looking at now is not just being creative, but also being aware of yourself and believing in yourself so that you do not waste time trying to compare yourself with the neighbor, the local artist, or a superstar. I like to think of myself as multi-talented. 
because I've had a go at so many things in my life. If I was to compare myself with everyone else, I'm sure I would be at the bottom of the ladder, just starting to climb. Does that bother me? Not really. What does bother me is that I need to try, and here's that word again, to do something new every so often. If I don't, I get bored with myself. So part of the challenge that I see in everyone is to move on, to master one talent and find something else. Ultimately, you might have many, many abilities and those abilities will all be useful to you in your everyday life. Some people just like to sing in the bathroom to let go of the stress of the day while other people like to sit at their piano or organ and create some kind of music to say how they feel. Whatever it is that you do in the arts, it's also easy to do it in the mechanical world. I knew someone that loved to get under a car and tinkle about and fix these very, very old cars, antiques I suppose they were, and uh, you know, at the end of the day, bring out this shining looking car and everyone would ooh and ah and then buy it from him and he would make lots of money. Well, of course, that was nice for him, but it wasn't really the money he was after. It was the journey, the challenge of taking that old scrap of heap of uh, garbage, I would say, and fixing it up to make it look like something that was usable and magnificent. We need to know that we are magnificent. You need to know that whatever you produce is magnificent. And it is magnificent by your own standards and not by anything else. Every day you should try and challenge yourself to do something new or to hone your skills or just start a talent and let yourself understand yourself a little bit more as you do it. Now, you might say, well, I'm not motivated. What will motivate you? You need some passion. You need some desire. So next time you look at some superstar or say somebody trying to dance on the TV, one of those competitions, you might want to say to yourself, well, they're trying to find their X factor, that something extra, that something special. So why don't I try and find my own X factor? That little something, that little special me that I'm going to take care of for the rest of my life. I'm going to put all this passion that I have into my everyday existence. When I open the door, into the world, I sing my way through it. I hear the music and the messages of love that I give to myself, and I demonstrate all my talents and skills daily without any idea of making lots of money or being discovered, but rather with the idea of enjoying myself. What does that do for you? It actually helps you be excited about living your life. You have to believe that in the way that you're given your life, 
You can do anything. Everyone gets the same start being born with all the abilities available to them. Even those that are handicapped in some way have talents and find ways to use those talents in their life. You know, I've been talking a lot, but I'd like to remind you that if you'd like to see me more, I'm now doing these little cameo shows on YouTube. My video address is http colon forward slash forward slash www.youtube.com forward slash Dr. Margaret. If you go there to my channel and you subscribe to me, you'll be getting a little bit of news every so often. I'm going to try and do two 15-minute shows approximately um, once a month. So if you like this show, it will be supporting this show. You can go there. You can also search Journey into an Unknown World because I use the same title and uh, get some more insight on a variety of topics. In the meantime, I'm continuing to do this show and I would like to invite anyone who is interested in supporting me in helping me to keep this show going. I may have the talent to do the show, but I don't have the money. So if you know someone who would like to sponsor me on this show or who would like to promote a product that is worthy of anyone who is interested in alternative medicine, health, mindsets, etc. in that area, I would be grateful for the contact. My contact is Dr. Margaret, uh, yes, let me think now, Dr. Margaret RVC at gmail.com. So you can get hold of me anytime you want to by emailing me. And yes, I do answer my emails. Now that I've talked about talent, I'd like you to think about your spirit self. That part of you brought you into this world, into this body. And that part of you, your spirit self, has many, many talents. Because whether you believe it or not, you are part of the oneness and in touch with so many other beings that have lived on this planet at different times. So, you may have heard of channeling. Yes, there are people who are very good at channeling. They can do masterwork like Rembrandt or sing a song that comes from the medieval times or do something that is incredible such as balancing on their neck. I did see that in India years ago. A real yogi who was over a hundred who could do it. So yes, there are amazing people. There are lots of talents, there are lots of people who seem to say that when I do something, it's as though I become someone else. I become so absorbed in what I'm doing that I don't see or hear anyone in the room with me. I'm completely in a creative mood and I just know that whatever I produce is amazing.
and whether I call it inspiration from God or channeling, I just know I'm not alone. Well, that's actually true. For all of us, we are connected to the oneness and we all have the ability to bring into our consciousness the ability of talents that we never thought we had. I'm going to talk about someone that I once knew, oh, I was about 24, in London, England. And uh, she said, I can't draw to save my life. That was her words. And I said, but you will. You're going to draw people's faces, the faces of loved ones, people who have passed on in the spirit world. And she said, oh no, I could never do that. I can't draw to save my life. And about two years later, she was at a spiritualist meeting and suddenly her hand wanted to draw, so she thought she'd doodle. And by the end of the whole session where a medium had been proving life after death, she had sketched many faces. And she just put them out on the table, not thinking much about it. And the congregation came up and they were saying, gosh, that's my grandpa, that's my mom, and so on. And so from then on, she became a medium, an artistic medium, who would draw the faces of loved ones, spirit guides, and so on. So maybe your talents are not of this world. Maybe your talents come from the oneness. Again, it doesn't have to be in the arts. You could be someone who suddenly gets inspired in your laboratory to come up with some kind of cure for something. So if your mind is floating in that direction, don't ignore it. Go fiddle, go explore, see what you come up with. Because the oneness always comes through your inspiration into your spirit self. And from there, into your heart, into your passion, into your desire to find answers, to create something that is really helpful to the world. And at this particular time, as I'm recording this show, we know that there are many, many people who are angry. They're angry because the world isn't going the way they hoped it would. They're all blaming and shaming one another, politicians, um, fundraisers, whatever it is in some way. They're blaming everyone because nothing's positive, nothing's been happening. Well, the bottom line is, how many of those people who complain have stopped to take responsibility for their actions, for the things they do, because those actions, those things that people do, are part of the creative self. And if we want to have a better world to live in, then we must use our creative abilities. So whether it's in the office, or cleaning the street today, or sending hot dogs on the corner, or fixing a car, or writing a poem, it's your creative skill that you're using, your ability to stand, walk, talk, sing your tunes, share your passion, and evolve your excitement into an understanding that you are valuable, that whatever you produce 
is valuable to the world and that whatever you share helps rebuild this world that we live in. So on that note, I'd like you to think about the things that I've said and ask yourself, do you have the X factor? Is it out there in your mind or is it hidden deep inside? Is it written across your heart or have you forgotten to look for it? Open up. Tap into that spiritual self. Find the X factor that you require for you in this life. Get up out of that chair. Go, have a go. And having a go, discover you. So on that note, I'd like to once again thank you for listening and hope you'll come back and hear some more of the things that I have to say. So bye-bye for now.